Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, there's been plenty of change around Luke Beveridge at the Witten Oval. And one of the new faces in the coaching staff coming on as a development coach is 2012 Swans Premiership player Alex Johnson. He's joined us this morning. Morning, Alex. Morning, Julian. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. How's life at the Kennel so far? Yeah, it's been great fun. It's, uh, yeah, it's been something that I've sort of set my sights on over the last few years, getting back involved in the coaching ranks. And, um, yeah, been been down there for three or four weeks now. Boys have been training hard, which is, yeah, it's nice to be able to look on instead of actually going through a grueling pre-season. So it's a little bit different, but um, but loving it so far. For those that are unaware, take us through your, your coaching path. I know you did some work under Reece Shaw uh, in your time at Sydney with the reserves up there, but just take us through your path since you returned to Melbourne. Yeah, so, yeah, as you said, the, the stuff I did under Reece Shaw, probably through that 2016-17 when I was going through one of the uh, one of the number of knee, knee injuries I had up in in Sydney, so that sort of started my passion for it, I suppose, and then moved back to Melbourne in, at the start of 2019. Took up a coaching playing role with the Northern Blues and Carlton Footy Club uh, for for that season. Did that for 19, and then the start of 20, and then obviously COVID hit, so the VFL sort of got disbanded then. Um, and then while I was doing that, I was sort of co- I was coaching at the uh, Xavier College as well with the with the first 18 there with a great mate of mine, Sam Shaw, who played at Adelaide. Um, so, yeah, always had an involvement in the in the footy space since I did move back and, and then took up a role with the old Zabs this year. Um, so, yeah, moved into more of that senior footy. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've been loving it. And as I said, probably in the last six to 12 months, I identified that coaching was somewhere, something that I wanted to do and, um, you know, to, to get back in and, who the doggies now is, is great. So how did the first contact with the dogs come about? Uh, I think it's just, it's amazing, you know, the, the network you build within, you know, I was only involved in, in one AFL club really for a long period of time with Sydney, a bit of involvement with Carlton and you just, you sort of build networks. I mean, someone like Matt Spanger has been at the doggies for a couple of years. Um, so, you know, I caught up with him and, and made my intentions that I wanted to get back in and, I just had a few people talking on my behalf to, to different clubs. And then James Byrne, actually, the, the who was a senior coach at, uh, at the old Zavs, who I was assisting this year, had known Bevo for years, got in contact there. And then you know, they'd just heard my name a few times, I suppose, from different avenues and started the ball rolling. They'd, they've obviously identified that they want to make a few changes in the coaching space, um, you know, with, with four new guys coming in this year. It's It's been a, been a sort of bit of a fresh reset for them I suppose um, and then yeah we just, just went down the path of having conversations and a development coaching role was something they wanted to fill and um, you know sort of you know it, it all fit and it all worked perfectly for me to take up that role. So you're working with the first to third year players obviously you know the technical side of the game you know really well your career was flying and until those injuries came apart but in the development space given what you went through is, is that one of your strengths do you think working with young people? Yeah, I think it is. I think that's something I identified when I was working with the the, uh, the school kids at Xavier. You know, you're working with those sort of 16, 17, 18-year-olds that have got aspirations to go on and play at the highest level. 
and now the guys that have come in, um, you know, I think perspective is something that I've definitely learnt over my journey. Um, I sort of think back to, you know, when I'm now I'm working with these guys that have just freshly got drafted, the five new guys were brought into the footy club, and I sort of think back to my time when I arrived in Sydney, and you you learn things pretty quickly, I suppose. And uh, I, you know, I, I started my career a lot probably quicker than what I, what I anticipated before I'd been drafted. But I think that perspective piece and the resilience and things around that um, are something that I can definitely bring as well as obviously the footy IP and the, and the, the way you actually go about it and play the game. So just as it is working with those guys, it's also, you know, there's, we have a lot of roundtable discussions as, as the eight or nine coaches we've got here about where different things can change and where we can improve. And, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to all that sort of, coming to fruition and a little bit more maxim and things like that within training at the moment. So it's, it's great to see. We're speaking to new Western Bulldogs development coach, Alex Johnson, of course, 2012 Sydney Swans premiership player. You've got a good batch of young guys to work with there. Obviously a fresh uh, crop from the draft, including Riley Sanders. Uh, I'm sure they've all impressed you so far, but um, who, who are you really looking or who have you enjoyed working with and who do you really see a really bright future there for the Western Bulldogs? Yeah, I think, you know, you obviously mentioned someone like Riley Sanders. He's come in, he's 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 very well prepared uh, in terms of, you know, what I go off, guys coming and getting drafted, whether it's at Sydney or other places. Um, you know, he seems like he's pretty well-rounded and super professional for an 18-year-old kid. Um, but then there's, you know, guys that are in their sort of third and fourth year that, uh, you know, can, can definitely come on and play a little bit more senior footy. Someone that I've really enjoyed so far is Buku Kamas. Um, I think he's someone that has played a little bit of back and forward and, you know, hopefully we can sort of settle him as a defender um, and, you know, hopefully he can come in and have a bit of an impact at, at that senior footy level. Uh, what about Jed Bustlinger? There's a lot of high hopes, uh, high draft pick, you know, two years ago. Now, didn't play any senior footy uh, last year. What have you made of Jed so far? Yeah, he's been great to work with as well. He's he's super proactive, um, you know, in terms of wanting to get better, wanting to improve. I think he, he came in obviously as a super talented kid, hampered with a shoulder injury from the from his under eighteen year. Probably doesn't help. You already start on the back foot as an eighteen year old kid coming and finding your way at AFL level, and then coming in with an injury probably doesn't help you too much. Um, but he, he put together some good VFL footy from what I've had a look at uh, so far in the, in the first couple of weeks and. Yeah, he's, he's impressed me with his with his diligence and professionalism, and you know he can only continue to improve, and hopefully he can he can continue to grow in that space and and look to uh, look to push for a senior opportunity at some point. Just on the young guys that come into footy club these days, I mean you're still a, a young man. It's only just over a decade since you entered the AFL system, but is there a big difference now? The 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 young men compared to when you were coming into the system, how well prepared they are different personalities. How much has it changed even just in a, in a decade or so? Yeah, that's nice to say I'm a young man. Sometimes when I look at these 18-year-olds, I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think it has changed. I think the, you know, I sort of think back to when I was coming through in under 16s, 17s, 18s. It was professional, but it's gone to an absolute, it's gone to another level now. And especially guys like, you know, I mentioned the Riley Sanders. He's, he's been in you know, academies and things since probably the age of 15. Um, you know, obviously a Tassie boy, but moved over to Melbourne to concentrate on on the footy side of things and go to Melbourne Grammar. I think that probably fast-tracks his development a little bit as well. 
you know, you're obviously going to get guys that are better prepared than others. So I think there's still a wide ranging of, of, of kids that do come in. But I think the opportunities to prepare at that level, at the under-17, under-18 level, is, is a lot higher than what it was when I came through. So the, uh, the level of preparation is, yeah, it's pretty amazing to see. You've come to the dogs at a really interesting time. We know that there's an external review going on. As we said at the top, there's been a lot of changes in the coaching staff, the club, you know, given the talent it's got underperformed last year. Have you noticed there's a bit of, you know what, on the liver amongst the playing groups to to make sure that uh, they make every post a winner in 2024? Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's definitely been a priority and there's, there's a clear shift. I mean, I, obviously you mentioned that Knighted as well in terms of the, the fresh faces they've brought in, in the coaching space. Well, I think uh, the... The walking into a new facility as well at, at Whitnoble obviously helps a, helps a lot too. Um, I think you know they were sort of disrupted over the last 12 to 18 months with travelling around to different ovals and things like that. I think having a home base makes a massive difference. It makes the players connected, makes the ability to do extras and, and get better a lot easier as well and a lot more accessible. So I think there definitely is a, a spring in the players' step, and I, you know I'm I'm really excited to see what the next couple of months holds in the pre-season and then obviously being able to take that into into the season proper. And before I let you go, uh, given everything you went through with your knees and, and your body, ha- how is your body on a day-to-day basis? Can you can you do everything you want to do or is there any restrictions given you went through so much trauma with your knees? Oh, there's, there are, you know, slight restrictions, I suppose, but, you know, there are some times I've joined in training here and I think maybe I could still play. <laughs> but it's amazing what you... <laughs> What your mind thinks you can do and your body probably can't. But um, no, I love running around. That was one of the questions I got asked, you know, when, when I was going through this process about the development coach was, you know, can you still run around? And yeah, I, I still I still, uh, still love running around and, and getting out there. If there are lack of numbers on the track or whatever it is in certain drills, I'll, I'll definitely put my hand up to jump in. Um, you definitely feel a little bit sorry for yourself the next day with your knee with my knee sort of being inflamed or whatever it is, but I can do majority of things I want to do. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving being involved at this level and the coaching side of things is definitely the next best thing to playing. So it's, uh, it's really, it's been really enjoyable for me so far. Did the, did the coaching reignite a passion for the game for you or did you never lose that despite everything you went through? Yeah, it definitely did. I think there was a time there probably through that, probably towards the back end of 13, 14, 15, I, I, you know, you sort of, I tried to remove myself from the game when you're, when you're training hard and you're not getting anywhere with your body um, and you're watching on every week, it, it can be quite frustrating and, uh, you know, cause a, cause a bit of grief to yourself. So I think, I think, you know, we mentioned Ray Shaw before, he was, he was a big driving factor in it saying, you know, you can still have an impact without actually playing. Um, and I think, you know, watching, watching guys develop and if you can help them in any way, that, that definitely reignites a passion for the game. I've always loved footy. That's, you know, why I've got back involved and, and that's why, you know, I was lucky enough to play at the highest level because it was such a passion of mine from such a young age. But, you know, I think seeing young guys come in and, and want to take a hold of their career and get better, that, you know, it makes it all worthwhile. Well, Alex, uh, congratulations on the new gig. Don't get any wild ideas about playing again. Just play your role <laughs> as a development coach. Uh, good luck over the preseason uh, and let's hope it's a great year for the Dogs in 2024. Beautiful. Thank you very much for having me, Julian.